Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast presented to you by CE. My name is Jack Kaufman. I'm a customer assurance manager here with CE. Disclaimer, all information in the HVAC Tech Tips Podcast is intended for licensed HVAC professionals. All electrical, mechanical, and plumbing work should be performed by licensed trade professionals only. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, welcome to HPC Tech Tips Podcast. Today's episode is on Infinity and Evolution Communication Fault Troubleshooting. We get a lot of calls on the communication faults, and I find a lot of people are struggling to you know, understand the, the process, but we have a very easy process to diagnose communication faults. Let's start with wiring of the communication plugs. The green four-pin communication plugs on your Infinity and Evolution equipment should only have one wire on each terminal. You should use a pigtail connection with one short piece of wire on each terminal, A, B, C, D. Then you're going to wire nut all your other connections together to that pigtail. An example would be your you know, A and B to your outdoor unit, or if you have a, an older unit that uses A, B, C, D, if you had a zoning board or smart sensors. So anything that's going to be tied into that Infinity Evolution communication um, you just wire nut it all to the pigtail. That's going to eliminate um, some you know issues that can be caused over time. Could be you know vibration or things like that. How uh, connections could you know get loose over time. Um, that's just going to help eliminate a communication fault in that aspect. So never break the the D connection for safety water condensate switches. Um, your safeties for water condensate should always be wired to G and R. Um, when you make those connections, you will have to go into the wall control and go into the service mode. For uh, going to the service mode, you're going to have to go to setup for the fan core of the furnace and configure your G-terminal shutdown. Using this feature will help eliminate communication faults and alert the customer of a condensate switch trip. If you have an indoor communication fault, I'd recommend going to the indoor unit first. Disconnect your A, B, C, D connections that are going to any of your accessories, your outdoor unit. When I say accessories, I'm talking about like an infinity zoning, smart sensors. Um, we want to eliminate that so the only thing connected is your wall control. Then you're going to want to go back to your wall control, enter the service mode, perform a reinstall. If the wall control finds the indoor unit, then the cause would be from possibly the outdoor unit um, or the wiring. It could be your outdoor circuit board um, could be the cause. Um, where something, it could be a short, something's just causing a scrambling of the communications, not allowing it to communicate. I've seen this many times. If the wall control does not find the indoor unit, you would then take the wall control off the wall, including the backplate, and wire it directly to your indoor unit with a short piece of thermostat wire. Then once you do that and your control, you power it up, you're going to go into your service mode, perform another reinstall. If the wall control finds the indoor unit, then the issue would be in that thermostat wiring um, from where your, you know, the wall control was located and to the furnace. Um, if it does not find the indoor, uh, the circuit board may be the cause at this point. You would arm out the board's communication drivers on A and B on the board. Um, we do have a list of the values. I'm not going to give them out as there are many different boards um, for those values to see what would be required on your A and B connection on the board, call your local tech support line to get those values. Now, if you have an outdoor communication fault, the first thing I would recommend would be to take the wall control off the wall. 
you're not going to need the back plate that can stay on the wall. So take the control to your outdoor unit, disconnect your high voltage at the unit, open up the unit, and the green ABCD plug, you want to remove that, unplug it from the outdoor unit circuit board. So that communication plug will actually plug directly onto the back of the wall control on the pins. Um, the wall control will have six pins on the back. That doesn't matter, even though it's a four-pin plug. You just line up A on the plug to A on the control. And you just plug it right on there, what I should plug on there. So, so this will work as if your outdoor has four-wire communication with all four wires and A, B, C, D in use. If your unit has only two-wire A and B communications, you have two options. Option one is to get two short pieces of thermostat wire and wire to C and D on the green plug. Then you're going to wire C to C on the circuit board's terminal strip. And then you're going to wire D to the 24-volt utility terminal on the circuit board's terminal strip. With this option, high voltage will need to be turned back on the outdoor unit. Your second, second option, you can wire C and D to the plug, then wire C and D at the indoor unit as well. C and D is what power your wall control. Once the control is powered, you're going to go into the service mode and perform a reinstall. If the wall control finds the indoor, the thermostat control wiring from the indoor to the outdoor is good, and the issue would be in the outdoor board. At this point, you could ohm out the A and B on the outdoor circuit board to test the communication drivers in the board. Once again, call your local carrier tech support for the required values. If the wall control does not find the indoor from the outside, the issue is within the thermostat wiring or the indoor wiring connection. Keep in mind during this procedure, your outdoor unit is completely out of the picture as no ABCD connection is on the outdoor because the plug is on the back of the wall control. So it cannot find the outdoor as it's not connected. That's something whenever I'm doing this procedure with a tech, they always ask, you know, we'll use the example, we, we found the indoor, but it's like you can't find the outdoor. And I got to, you know, explain like, you know, we're not connected at this point. So, so when you're doing this, you're not connecting both. We're just eliminating the outdoor and we're seeing if we can communicate with the indoor. So I have a few more tips. So one thing you want to do is check for incorrectly wired safeties. Um, water switches, if they're not on GNR, like I said, you're not supposed to break D. Um, I've seen things where, for some reason, they broke another one of the wires and somehow the thing worked for years and we don't have an explanation on why, but, but we're not supposed to break any of the wires on ABCD. Check for hidden control wiring splices. Um, a good example would be if you got a splice that's uh, tucked and taped under uh, your suction line. I've seen that many times. You get, you know, moisture gets in there and you get corrosion. Now you got a bad connection. Make sure the control wire is not strapped to anything high voltage. Uh, your high voltage wiring will emit a, an EMF field that can interfere with the communications. Um, they give me an example. One time I had a call where everything worked fine for years, and then come to find out the homeowner had some electrical work done where they had a hot tub installed. And uh, the, I guess the electrician, he strapped his high voltage wire to our thermostat wire. And, you know, now the system wouldn't communicate anymore. So sometimes you got to think outside the box, you know, ask your homeowner, did they, was any other work done in the home, um, you know, for something that could cause that. You could try spare wires in your strand if you have any to use, if you have bad wiring. Um, spare control wires can also be used as a shield. Um, if you're going to do that, you're going to remove some of the insulation from all your spare wires, twist them all together tightly, and you need to ground them to your, you know, to your unit. You can do this inside or outside. 
um, but you're only going to you know do this at one end. So anytime you're using shielding, um, it only gets connected at one end. If you connect it at both ends, it doesn't work properly, and it eliminates you know the way that it works, and it's, it's just not going to help you. So sometimes that can help you. I mean, there could be a situation I've seen only one time where we we had some interference on a job where you know basically one of the engineers had recommended um, to use the you know shielded control wire in a certain situation, but that's that's rare. You don't see that much, and you do have to consider if you have like an older home where you're utilizing very old you know thermostat wire, you know as the the, the sheathing or the maybe I want to say the coating, um, you know gets brittle and it cracks and there could just you know it could just lead to many issues. So, so anyway, guys, that's all I have for this episode. Feel free to contact us at cma.techtips at carryenterprise.com. Thank you for listening and have a great day.